Hey, Bingers. Hey, y'all. I'm Claire. And I'm Kelly. And this is Binge Me. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty, pretty good. Uh, I was going to ask, did anything spooky happen to you today? Oh, it was Friday the 13th, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I was busy running errands all day and didn't even realize. Yep. Yeah, nothing really weird happened to me either i went swimming so that was that was pretty fun oh nice did you mm -hmm. go to mom's yeah nice yeah yep it looked like it was gonna rain and i was really sad and then it cleared up and ended up being a really pretty day so that was exciting and then nice. i came home i ate pizza and guess what show i started watching what doom patrol <gasps> yay the new season's gonna be out soon um i I thought it was already because it had season two, like as an option to click on. So I think there's a third season. Oh, season coming out okay, gotcha. I have a lot of catching up to do, but yeah, you do. It's so good. Did you do you like it? Yeah, I like it a lot. I I love that Brendan Fraser is in it. Right. I love Brendan Fraser. He's really good in it too. Like the resurgence of Brendan Fraser. Yes, I want it. him to come back. I hope so. I hope he's in more things in the future. Um. But yeah, I was like, I need to watch this before they cancel it because I'm so paranoid that everything's going to get canceled. They nowadays. better not. I'll be I mad. I was so. worried. I watched that on HBO or on the DC HBO part. And I watch um, Titans, which their new season just started. And it's really yeah. good, too. I mean, it's kind of corny, but, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely what, wanted to watch start Doom Patrol because I'd heard good things about it. It's yeah, I, it's, I really like it. I can't wait till the new season drops. Yeah. Uh, well, then speaking of canceled shows, I think our episode might be a little bit of a bummer this week because yeah, that's, sorry guys, that's what our episode's about. It's gonna be about canceled TV shows that we think shouldn't have been canceled. Uh, we've each made a list of different ones to kind of talk through, but to kind of start off, I just I just wrote down a few feelings I have when shows get canceled and this was a purely like creative writing process kind of where I just wrote down and like wrote them verbatim mm. of when I thought in my head so so I wrote mad heartbroken confused unresolved what the fuck disappointed <laughs> shock over it sucks that's how I feel about that I echo that sentiment and all of the sentiments. I feel like it's kind of like a breakup, but where you were just told it happened and you didn't realize it was coming. And then you're like, okay. And you have no, like there's, there's no closure. You don't get anything resolved. You just have to process That's it. That's what I hate. I, I hate the, there's no resolution. Like, especially yeah. if the season before ended on a cliffhanger, which happens in, a couple of my things it yeah. ends on a cliffhanger and then you don't you never find out what happens and i know it's just right. a show and you know whatever but like oof, i'm invested i feel like you almost have to give like shows have to give resolution at the end of every season and maybe tease like a little bit that could possibly happen in the next season because you just never know if it's mm -hmm. gonna get renewed so versus ending on like major cliffhangers like you said um 
So I looked up an article from Paste um, that's called Seven Stages of Grief When You When Your Favorite TV Show Gets Cancelled. And I'll just I'll just read through these very quickly. But first is disbelief. So you're just shocked, which I think we can all relate to when our favorite TV shows get canceled. Then comes anger, justified, you know. Uh, three is comfort. So maybe you eat a whole box of Oreos or mm-hmm. down a whole bottle of wine. I don't know. And then four is action. So this is when people like get their rallying. They get the fans together. They create a petition to bring the show back. Usually it doesn't work, but whatever makes you feel better. Um, five is depression. So you've just really sunk into a hole of a bit black abyss, basically. Uh, six is discovery. So you're trying to find new shows to fill the void in your heart. And then seven is acceptance. You finally realized your show will never come back. I still don't know if I've accepted. There are some, but I haven't. Yeah. Um, uh, what else? So I wrote down like a few reasons why TV shows get canceled. I think number one is ratings. That's kind of like the biggest thing. If a show is not popular, it doesn't get, you know, a lot of views. It doesn't reach a wide audience, then it kind of gets nixed. Um, also, like if it's too expensive to make, the ends kind of don't justify the means in that sense. Um, yeah. And then like sometimes, you know, actors or the creatives move on. Or the show just, like, gets too old, I think, in that sense. For when shows get too old, I feel at least, like, they're like, okay, this is going to be the final season. So you can at least plan to, like, wrap it up versus just it getting cut cut, and that's it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think this is why I typically wait to see if a show does well before I start watching it. Because I want to make sure it's worth my time. Um, and then I'm not going to just watch something and then be disappointed because I don't get any more of it. Yep. Yeah. I prefer, if they're going to cancel it, I prefer they do it before the season is over so that they can at least like have some sort of wrap up at the end, even if it's not what it was supposed to be, Mm -hmm. at least that way we get some sort of ending, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know from what I feel like a lot of times when shows are released they're still editing like the last few episodes Mm -hmm. before they come to get aired so maybe that would be an option i would just like them to say hey this next season that you plan is going to be your last season so you might as well just like wrap everything up as best you can right exactly yeah um okay and then the last thing is i did try to research a little bit about like the average number of seasons a show has before it does get canceled surprisingly there's nothing there so maybe i'll write a dissertation at one point but um <laughs> i think with netflix it's three seasons if i remember yeah, so, correctly so netflix this was from 2019 so netflix it goes season two so usually after two seasons canceled then season three and then season one um but i think a lot of shows get canceled after season one i mean if you don't if you don't hit them right right off the bat, you ain't gonna live. Okay, so we're gonna talk about some of our most beloved canceled TV shows, the ones that hit us the hardest. And I think we should both start with one. I'm pretty sure this is on your list too, um, but start with one 
that we talk about all the time, and it's Zoo. I love Zoo. <laughs> you know what? Surprisingly, that's not on my list. Are you? I didn't even, I totally forgot me? about it. I know. I know. I have so many others. It just, oh. but yes, Zoo. Zoo, I'm adding it to my list right now. I thought that'd be on the top of your list because we literally talk about it all the time. I know we do. <laughs> well, okay, so Zoo was canceled in October of 2017. And it was like one of those really stupid shows, but I loved oh, God, it. It was so dumb, but it sucked you in. Yeah, it was like 100% ab absurd, but it was just so bad. It was good to watch. Um, I actually, was. I agree. I actually rewatched the last episode uh, a couple nights ago just to like immerse myself into it again and be like, maybe this wasn't as bad as I <laughs> thought it was. And it, no, yeah, still bad. Yeah. It ended so abruptly, which we're definitely going to be talking about spoilers with all of these shows. So if you don't want to hear, just, you know, skip the parts. But um, the end of Zoo ended so abruptly. I don't know if you remember what happens. I don't. There's um, basically like, how do I explain this? There's a barrier where they're keeping all like the hybrids, you know, on the one side of the wall. And yeah. Um, at some point uh they cause an airplane to crash through the barrier and that's just how it ends is the plane crashing through the barrier that's it of course it's very jarring that's it just done yeah anyway so uh i wrote a little description they're very like short one sentences i did this for all of, all of my shows um so a virus infects the anim animal population to rise up against humans and that's it <laughs> that sums it up <laughs> <laughs> that's it um it is based on a book by james patterson and i did read the book and i cannot for the life of me remember anything that happened in the book didn't I you don't... still love james patterson books was that i liked um uh what was the jurassic park author i'm like blanking on his name oh michael crichton Yes, Michael, Michael Crichton. Crichton. I was yeah. a huge Michael Crichton fan. Not so much James Patterson. Um, but yeah, and then, so that's like kind of where it starts. And then season two, they jump to hybrid animals, which are just like combo animals that are insanely strong. <laughs> <laughs> and then season three is sterile humans. So everybody in the human population is sterile and can't have no babies. Um, can't have no babies. Nope. So I thought we would take just a brief walk down memory lane because especially since you didn't write, didn't, like didn't take notes on this. So I am excited mm -hmm. to like bring up some, some of the <laughs> most absurd things uh, to you. So what about uh, Razorback Wolves? Do you remember those? Oh, Jesus. It's been so long since I've watched it, but I do remember the Razorback Wolves. Those were like the main now, hybrids. Look, now next week, this is gonna, what I'm going to be watching. I'm going to go back and watch Zoo next week just because oh, yeah. we did this episode on it. Oh, me too. Okay, do you remember of man called Mr. Duncan? I don't. So Mr. Duncan was Mitch's evil alter ego. Oh, Jesus. That he turned into after he was in... I don't know if he was frozen or what for like 10 years, but he had an alter ego named Mr. Duncan who was trying to destroy the world. Okay, this show. Oof. Uh, underground vultures. I just 
popped out of the ground. <laughs> um, Jackson Ew. could mi- Jackson could mind control animals. That was a pretty big thing. Yes, I do remember that. He could control the lions in his head. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, also, Jackson had an evil Swiss sister, which I totally forgot about. He had an I... evil sister who was trying to use the hybrids to destroy humankind. You oh, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that old yeah. thing. Yeah, same old story. Um, the bad CGI wooly rhino. <sighs> no, I don't remember that. I can see it in my head. The bad CGI wooly rhino. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the giant octopus with razor tentacles that can hack a plane's mainframe. <laughs> <laughs> I took this off the oh, article. Oh, getting better. Yeah. Okay, please tell me you remember a Bendigos. Yes, I do remember the Bendigos. Okay, that one uh, was like, maybe the most absurd. <laughs> you know, it it didn't have a lot going for it, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they made it interesting. So just for the record, a Bendigos was a hybrid that Jackson's sister made from her DNA and it could talk. And it was like, I don't even know how to describe what it looked like. It was truly terrifying. And it could talk. <laughs> terrifying. They would say Jackson. <laughs> um, and, then, and then zombie animals. That's where it ended with season three. It was supposed to tease that and the hybrids would bite an- regular animals and those animals would turn into zombies. So, you know, they... Yeah. I, I'm not saying, like, it was... <laughs> great but i still loved it um it had billy burke in it i mean you do you remember right i mean no i don't i'm sorry it's okay i know we talk about it i remember watching it but like it was one of those things where it's been a long time Mm -hmm. i do remember though watching it and not realizing that it ended and like having to go back and rewatch the last episode because i'm like oh shit that's it like that's that's all of it there's nothing else no it's literally the plane crashes through the barrier in a split second and it's over like there's no aftermath or anything it's just over that's how they ended it which i was like damn guys <laughs> um well i think okay of all these things i the most the thing i most hated about zoo is that they killed off chloe in season two she was the french mm. woman I really was pissed mm-hmm, about that. I remember. Yeah. Um, but I really shipped Mitch and Jamie. I liked them together. Um, and, like, it's one of those things where they take forever to get together. Um, but, yeah. So, let's see. I I mean, I think, personally, like, they could have really wrapped it up with season four. Because they were going in this zombie animal direction. And they, you know, that's enough. Let's, let's stop there. <laughs> clear it up be done um but yeah i mean it, i think why it got canceled is it started with um like eight million viewers in episode one of season one and then it went to under three million in the last episode of season three so they really took a quite a nosedive um, that'll do it mm-hmm. it's kind of a bummer because i wish they would have closed it up um but i honestly don't think it's it'll ever come back uh in any oh form. no so that one's dead for sure yeah too bad all right why don't you go okay so one of mine is a show called pushing daisies did you ever watch that no 
Okay. So it starred Lee Pace. Uh, he played Ned. Oh, okay. Anna Friel, Anna Friel played Charlotte, and Kristen Chenoweth was was in it. Um, nice. And Kristen Chenoweth is a fucking gem. So the fact that this was canceled just is really, really pisses me off. Um, so it's about a, this this guy Ned. He is a pastry chef with Yum. the ability or the yeah right, and he makes these amazing pies. Um, he has a store. He has a pie store. Uh, it aired from October 3rd until, or I'm sorry, October 2007 until June 2009. So there was just those two seasons, I believe. Okay. Um, Ned is a pastry chef, a pie chef, and he has the power to bring back, bring dead people back to life. And it, <laughs> he uses this to solve murder mysteries with his resurrected childhood sweetheart, a cynical PI, and the, his lovesick waitress that works at the restaurant that he owns. Um, so his restaurant is, his pastry restaurant is failing. And Emerson, um, Chi McBride plays Emerson Cod. He's the PI. He finds out Ned's secret. And he like comes up with this deal like, hey, I won't tell anybody if you help me solve these crimes. Mm-hmm. It's been described as um, a forensic fairy tale which I think is really cool. It's just very like quirky and sweet. Uh Um, They solve crimes by Ned brings murder, brings murder victims back to life briefly to inquire about the circumstances of their death. So they just solve crimes. Um, TV guide included the series in their 2013 list of 60 shows canceled too soon. So Uh Even TV Guide knew that it was amazing. It was up for 17 Primetime Emmy Award noms, and what? it had seven wins. Yeah, oh. it had seven wins, and it still was canceled, which yeah, is a little ridiculous. Um, it struggled with ratings in the second season, and that was kind of the end for it. They said, <laughs> uh, no. So Ned <laughs> finds pass. out in the first season, hard pass. Ned finds out in the first season that he can bring people back to life because he brings his mother back to life. But when he does, another person dies. Oh, like if he twist. if he brings the person back to life for too long, there's a, he has a certain window and I can't remember the, the seconds or minutes window that he has. But if he brings someone else back to life, someone else dies. So he brings his childhood sweetheart back to life, but they can't touch because if he touches her again, she'll die again. So every time oh. he touches, it's back to life and dead, back to life and dead. So it's about their relationship together and the relationship with this private investigator who wants to solve crimes. And Kristen Chenoweth is just a sweetheart in this show. She plays a, she, she plays this waitress who is in love with Ned, but can't have him because he's with the resurrected childhood sweetheart it's a whole thing. Interesting. So, I, I mean, I feel they could have just taken this in so many different directions. Yeah. And it just kind of fizzled out after the second mm. season. I mean, it definitely sounds like an interesting concept. Like, you started off with a pastry chef, and I didn't expect it to go into a <laughs> resurrection kind of storyline, which is right? pretty cool. So, back to the pie thing, though. <laughs> So does he, (laughs) 
does he does that come up a lot like does he make a lot of pies for people or oh yeah he he owns um a pie shop and it's so he can't touch the fruit because if he touches the fruit it dies what so he has to wear like gloves and okay yeah so it's not just people he brought his childhood dog back to life and he can never touch the dog again because the dog will die again um yeah he makes pies for everyone and i cannot remember what his pie store oh it's called the pie hole (laughs) his pie shop is called the pie hole um but yeah he makes and apparently his pies are amazing i also also really like lee pace he wasn't he in twilight like one of the last ones yes yeah he was you're right you're right yeah yeah he's just like a very like casual dude um which i don't know if that's how he plays in that show but let's see which one was he in did you know he was in the hobbit the battle of the five armies oh yeah he plays the elf the uh father Mm -hmm. of legolas i bet he's been in a lot of things that i just can't think of off the top of my head oh for sure he was in guardians of the galaxy he was ronin the accuser oh you can't tell with all that makeup right that's pretty cool i can't find i don't know i'm pretty sure he was in one of the twilights i just can't find it no i think oh no wait there it is he was in he was in breaking dawn part two Mm -hmm. yep absolutely he was the nomadic vampire garrett garrett and um Kristen Chenoweth, she's been in a million things, but my favorite of hers is Wicked. She plays Glenda in Wicked. She originally was the Glenda, the Broadway Glenda in Wicked. Oh, yeah. was there a movie, Wicked? No, the she did the Broadway. Oh, okay, just version. the Broadway thing. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cool. Actually, I I heard that they were making a movie, but it, I haven't seen anything hmm. else about it. I wish they would. Something That'd to look cool. into. Cool. All right. So do you think they'll ever bring bring back Pushing Daisies? They will not, sadly. Mm-hmm. Where can it's people been a while. watch it? Netflix, you That's think? a good question. Uh, let me look. Why don't you go on to your next one and I will okay. look that up. So my next one is one that has been in the news quite a lot as of late. And it is Manifest. Mm. Um, hold the Hold the applause. So this was recently canceled in just this past June, um, and I actually didn't start watching it until after it was canceled, and I really only started watching it because it was hyped up so much. I was like, okay, like I have to watch this. I have to see what, what like all the buzz is about, um, and so seasons one and two are on Netflix, and season three is on Hulu, and here is, here is my brief description of the show. Passengers in a plane land five years after taking off. Also, they have powers. (laughs) That's pretty apt. That pretty much sums it up. Um, I think the reason I didn't start watching it, because I remember the previews for it when it first aired, I guess, what, 2019? 2018, 2019. But I remembered the previews, and I think I was really annoyed because I was like, they're just trying to copy Lost because it's a plane. Uh And it goes missing, and I was like, nothing can ever yeah. like live up to the expectations I have for Lost. And so, 
but I watched it and I was really hooked. It's really like similar to Zoo, I think, where the premise is just whack, but it like draws you in. Um, Cause you've seen a few episodes, haven't you? But not everything. I did. I watched a few episodes in the, of the first season and it just mm -hmm. didn't, didn't draw me in. Gotcha. I think you have to hang in there a little bit and just keep going through it. And then you're just kind of like, wow. Cause I like my big thing is I want to know what happened to them in those five years and what exactly is going on. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean like the dialogue, is it great? Yeah. Is yeah. the acting good? I mean, <laughs> it could be worse. I think That's I true. also have a little bias because Josh Dallas is in it. And Josh Dallas, for those of you who don't know, he went to high school in our area, which proves that good things can come out of Indiana. Didn't he actually go to Flip? He went to our high school, right? He went to New Albany. Oh, did he? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and funny... Also funny, uh, I didn't realize this till I was watching Zoo, but the wife who plays, or his wife who plays his wife in the show, um, was Abigail in Zoo, and Abigail was Jackson's evil sister. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Connections. Um, yes. So, yeah, there's like tons of theories about what happened to them. There's like a lot of religious elements in the show, so like a lot of references to the Bible and things of that nature i guess and like connection to god but also i kind of like think aliens are involved in some ways and per but perhaps both could be true if you watch any of those alien tv shows they connect a lot of aliens with religion um mm -hmm. so i don't know it's i just want to know i just want to know what what's <laughs> right what's going on can can the writers of that show just tell us what it was the whole time that'd be great thanks please um, so like I said, it was one of those shows where it was canceled and the fans really, really freaked out, um, and it generated a lot of buzz. And so they, now they, now they have a campaign with the hashtag save manifest and, um, for like almost a month, it was the most watched content on Netflix. I mean, it was in the top 10 spot for quite mm -hmm. a few weeks. Um, so the reason I think why it was canceled is like everything dropped in ratings, so it went from like 6 million in season one to 3 million by season three. And that's after they canceled it. But now it has 1.8 billion viewing minutes. Oh my gosh. That's because crazy. People have been buzzing this show up so much. I mean, it, Stephen King even tweeted about it. He did what? hashtag save manifest. That's, that's my dude. I know. So I think it could be brought back. Like NBC and Netflix are in talks to potentially do a season four. Interesting. Um, yeah, and then Jeff Rake, he's the showrunner. He's had a, before this um, had suggested that he might do a movie to wrap it up, which they did with Firefly. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but it I did. It was only it was only one season, and then they ca canceled it, and then they did a a movie to wrap things up. Um. Fans, I think, are hoping for an announcement on August 28th, which is 828, and that is the flight number of the airplane. It was flight 828, so they're thinking oh, wow. there might be something that happens that day. We'll see. Um, 
And then the last thing I just want to talk about this show is that I do feel like there's kind of a difference, different like reception nowadays to broadcast TV shows versus streaming service. Oh, for sure. Like I feel like broadcast, unfortunately nowadays, like broadcast shows don't, it's like a lot harder to get picked back up versus a streaming show where like you Mm -hmm. release all the episodes at once. So I hope they bring it back and I hope this shows that this shows that shows on broadcast can you know be of interest to people um and they keep them versus nixing them so if they bring it back I'll watch it okay you should just watch it anyway (laughs) the more who watch it the more likely it is to be brought back okay okay I'll I'll watch it next week I'll start it wait what was did you find out Oh, yes. So um, you can watch Pushing Daisies on HBO Max. Cool. So then my next one is The Following. Did you ever see that? It was I a Fox not. TV show. Okay. So it starred Kevin Bacon. <clears throat> he plays Ryan Hardy, who's a former FBI agent with physical and emotional scars. Uh-huh. Um, James Purfoy, I think that's how you say it, played Joe Carroll. He was an English professor and a novelist fixated on Edgar Allan Poe, and he's also a serial killer. Oh, cash. So basically through this show, um, it becomes Ryan's mission to, because Joe Carroll was in jail for being a serial killer, and he escaped. So Mm -hmm. um, it starts out with it being Ryan's mission to recatch and imprison him, um, it's a whole thing. He's obsessed. Okay. He's an obsessed FBI agent with um, Joe Carroll, who okay. is the zero killer. Um, so Carroll gathered a cult-like following of people who proved themselves willing to commit murder. They sacrificed themselves. They abduct others. They just believe in Joe Carroll, the serial killer. And he, he kills um, women, like in their early 20s. Oh. That's his jam. He would lure them in by being this professor um and then he would kill them so it's basically like flawed hero versus evil mastermind which i it was really really good like it sucked you in um Mm -hmm. it had low on-air ratings it didn't get great reviews that's what caused it to cancel people kind of said it overstayed its welcome it aired from january 2013 to may of 2015 so it had three seasons Okay. And basically, everybody said it should have ended after the second season. Huh. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I really liked it. Uh, they did get a little crazy. Like, they added on another serial killer. Um, mm, okay. They There was a, a shadow organization involved in season three. It was just, it got a little muddled. And I feel like if they would have just stuck with Joe and Ryan... Mm -hmm. Ryan also uh, has a relationship with Joe's ex-wife the serial killer's ex-wife they began like a thing while he was hunting in the first time yeah it's wow but it's good I it just really like sucked you in to me so Mm -hmm. they ended season three by Ryan is presumed dead um and then he's shown in disguise at the end of the episode and he's like going after this shadow organization that comes up in season three and that's it it just ends oh. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's kind of a crappy way to end. It is. That's one of those that like they. I wish they, if they had ended it differently, mm-hmm. I could have felt a little closure, but yeah. they just didn't at all. There was no closure. It was one of those where they end on a cliffhanger and you never get the resolution. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to like, maybe, I don't know if I'll watch it, but to see how you can keep like a show going between like two characters who are like at, like at war know, with each other. against each other and have that go- yeah, yeah, continue yeah. on. Cause it feels like you would need to add more things, but you want to make sure the things that you add aren't like, and just like totally off the wall, like out there, right, right, type stuff, which I feel like happens quite a bit when the writers don't necessarily know what to do next. Um, mm-hmm. Who did you say played Ryan? Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Okay, that's what I was like. Yeah, you had said that it was Kevin Bacon. How are you going to cancel a show that has Kevin Bacon in it? He's amazing. You know, He's Kevin Bacon. I- Anytime I hear Kevin Bacon now, I think of Guardians of the Galaxy when Gamora is like, we're just like Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Um, Well, if you want to watch Kevin Bacon in the following, you can't actually, you can stream it, but you have to pay for it. So you can rent it like on Amazon Prime, uh, Voodoo, that sort of thing, but you can't stream it for free anywhere with any like regular streaming service. Where did it air originally? It was on Fox originally. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, well, R.I.P. to another lost, poor lost soul. <laughs> um, okay, this one might be on your list um, because okay. it was canceled. Another one that was canceled really recently. And this one I was most shocked to hear about was Lovecraft Country. Ugh. It's not on my list because I forgot about it, but I'm super <laughs> pissed off about it. I still haven't gotten over it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I am either. Um, so this was planned as a limited series on HBO, which was kind of like the only reason that they gave for why I guess it could have possibly been canceled. But I'm also like, eh, I don't know how much I am mm-hmm. like digging. Even, like, buying even into a limited that. series, they wouldn't they wouldn't have ended it the way they did if it was just a limited series. Yeah, I mean that hasn't stopped them before because like it's based on the book. Lovecraft Country and you know mainly like season one's the the whole book and we've seen them though take books that were just planned for season one and and expand on them like Flight Attendant is one that comes to mind they're Mm -hmm. gonna do a season two of that and it was just that was just the one book um so yeah I mean I really liked season one and I and everyone that I've talked to liked it I've not heard one bad thing about it I watched it after it was canceled. It had been on my watch list. I had just hadn't like gotten around to it, and then it was canceled, and I was like, "Damn!" But I like still wanted to watch it. Um, so I will do my best to describe this show because I feel like anytime I try to like describe it, it's very hard, um, <laughs> as you probably know. But so a young man and his family slash friends fight horror and racism in 1950s Jim Crow America. That sums like, it up. That's, that sums it up. I mean, I really like that mm-hmm. it was a very strong, like, black-led cast to start. And um, that it was so good, it was disturbing a lot of the, in it a lot of disturbing. ways. It was disturbing. 
there was one episode that left me shook for days. I still can't mm. even think about it without like getting a little shiver. Oh yeah, well we'll get to the scary, the scary bits here in a second. So like it's based on a book by Matt Ruff. And I didn't also I didn't realize that Jordan Peele was one of the producers, which makes total sense because he's very into mm-hmm. the horror and like talking about conversations of racism and everything. So some of the scariest things that I wrote down about this show, um, the dancing jerking girls, which I'm pretty sure is what you're talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And now they're in my head again. To that song that I can't remember what it was, what the name of it was, but these were like, it reminded me of fucking it so much where he just like comes up close to you. They were amazing. Oh, so good. Those actresses were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wrote down the ghost house that spooked the fuck out of me. The racist <laughs> white ghost. Uh-huh. Um, the ending was very jarring. I think that maybe disturbed me the most. Oh, what happens in the end when Atticus gets killed and like blood just comes out of his arms. And I was like, okay, I was mm-hmm. not prepared for that. Right. Nobody I, expected that. I was like, what? And then I just was like, I was I don't like that. I don't like slip, like knife stuff. And I had issues afterward. Um, And then also the fucking blatant racism, I think was also, I mean, truly, like, I think the scariest, like, part of that shit is real. Because, exactly, it's real. Yeah. Um, But I think actually one of my favorite episodes was when they were in Korea and you meet Jia and that she's the, um, Humaho? I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but that was one of my favorites of the um, whole series, just because I felt like it was an interesting, like, that we got to hear more about her story and what mm-hmm. happened to her, which was truly also horrifying. Um, that's the one thing I like about this show, too, is, like, it had horror, but it also made you think, like, and really, like, process a lot of these these conversations. So, like, the one that comes to mind for me is Ruby when she transforms into a white woman and goes through that whole experience. And I think it really is telling of like the black experience versus the white experience. And I think one of my favorite moments of hers was when she was like, white people are fucked up. Like they keep people in their (laughs) closets hanging. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's not as grand and like great as you, I mean, it, I don't know. It's so it's such a difficult, I think, conversation. I think it's a difficult thing to like explain without you watching the show. Yeah, um, I mean, I recommend watching it just for the. I mean, even if just for the racial aspect of it to see. Yeah. You know the 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 conversations behind it. I yeah. recommend it a lot. There's just so many like layers. And because it's creepy as fuck. Yes, and there's also weird horror shit that happens, and it's bloody and gory and. Um, it is, yeah. there's a lot of blood, so beware. Yes. Like, the way it ended, I could see them, like, personally, I could see them, I could see them not doing another season, but I wanted them to continue it, and showrunner, um, Misha Green did, did have plans for a season two. I don't know if you saw this, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, so she, like, tweeted a, after hearing that they weren't gonna bring it back, she said, here's a taste of season two Bible, wish we could have brought you Lovecraft Country Supremacy. 
thank you to everyone who watched and engaged. So she tweeted this map and it's the map of the United States. And it says the next generation season two of Lovecraft country begins in a new world. And that new world is a country that sits precisely where the United States used to sit. Welcome to the sovereign States of America. And it's like all like different shades and different sections of where people live, but in the middle, in the Midwest, like kind of where we live, um, down to <laughs> top of Texas, it's in white and it's called the white lands and the white lands have zombies in them. Hmm. So the okay. white lands, she also tweeted the white lands is a territory that is completely overrun by zombies. Most of them, the slower variety, but with pockets of fast moving zombies too. Just for shits and giggles. I added that last part. Um, I wonder if that's why it didn't get picked up. Because they were like, hmm, zombies? Nah. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. So it said, like, one price of the origin spell, which was the one at the end, was the creation of a zombie population. And basically, like, they've um, corralled all the zombies into this this area. Um, And they've created, like, a basically a they function as a dangerous border between southwest and north so they're all kind of divided but yeah i mean i kind of would have liked to have seen that play out um again i'm not really sure why it was canceled because the finale i mean these numbers are great i think for a show like the finale hit a high of 1.5 million and then by that time the premiere had 10 million views so Mm. It was, it was pretty up there. And then the finale was the most watched new episode of an original series on HBO Max in its first day. And it has 18 Emmy nominations. Yeah, that that's what got me was there's so many Emmy nominations. And people, it was it really was just like a cult favorite. And I would like to really hear from HBO why they canceled it. Because I have theories. You know, like, was it because it was so heavily racial was it i don't know i just i just wish they would come out with an actual statement on why they canceled yeah, it versus some vague like it was just a limited series kind of mm-hmm. deal especially since it was so popular i mean i think it's i don't know i mean i think a lot of us go to the mindset of like is it because of like the themes that it addressed but i don't i mean hbo max never shies away from gore and these different like conversations i mean fucking they have game of thrones so you know i just i don't know what happened there i don't even know if we'll ever really like get clarity on that mm-hmm. um i mean will it ever come back i mean i think it's possible but i'm not sure um though as a little like side note fun fact jonathan majors who played atticus and then one me musaku who played ruby both are in Loki. They like appeared in the show Loki. Nice. Yep. Which I still haven't finished, by the way. Oh, please do. It's so good. I know. I know. I need to. <clears throat> okay. I'm done. Your so turn. So my next one is Santa Clarita Diet. Ah, uh, I haven't seen this, but I hear it's good. Well, it so this go was canceled. on Netflix. Um, it <clears throat> it aired from February 2017 to March of 2019, and there were three seasons. It starred Drew Barrymore and Timothy Oliphant. 
mm-hmm. as Sheila and Joel. I mean, I have the biggest crush on Timothy Oliphant, so <laughs> that's one of the main reasons I was pissed off that it was canceled. Yeah. But other than that, it was just really good. Um, they are married realtors whose world gets turned upside down when Sheila is turned into a zombie. Yep. She is, she used to be quiet and um, kind of timid and she becomes, Sheila becomes more primal and, and impulsive along with craving human flesh. There's a lot of blood, there's a lot of gore, but it's great. Um, Throughout the series, the relationship dynamic between Drew and Timothy or Sheila and Joel changes. Joel becomes more of a supporting player. And Drew and Timothy are hilarious together. They it's such an awesome blend of like comedy and horror. And their their chemistry is just amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, Sheila's body is dying and she has to eat human flesh because she craves it and they're trying to figure out how to keep her body alive Mm -hmm. um their daughter finds out that she's a zombie the neighbor boy finds out that she's a zombie and they all try to help each other um (laughs) my favorite character is joel he tries to make these big declarations to like make the situation better and encourage Sheila that they'll get through this situation. And he's always sidelined by like these super gory scenes. So he'll be mm-hmm. in this like motivational speech mode. And all of a sudden, like she'll take a bite out of an arm and blood will spurt everywhere or something. So <laughs> <laughs> the gore is there, but it's also funny. Uh, it's a comedy, it's a horror comedy. And it just really, I feel like could have gone somewhere after the third season they ended it on a huge um cliffhanger and i'm not going to tell you because i want you guys to watch it yeah i want to see it but uh meaning to yeah they just really and it was loved by sorry there was a there's a bug (laughs) (laughs) i know i saw it flying um it was loved by basically everybody who watched it i've never heard anybody say a bad thing about it um Oliphant's delivery of jokes is like spot on and I don't know if you ever saw um, Timothy Oliphant in anything but he usually plays like a very uh, tough customer like he's Mm -hmm. you know he's very and in this he's so (laughs) funny like (laughs) to do like that that's the only word I can come up with is like (laughs) Um, he's so funny in this and their chemistry is amazing and it should have continued and it didn't. You can stream it on Netflix. There's three seasons. It's never going to come back. It's just not happening. Sorry, I'm looking up what movie. I'm looking at what movies I have seen Timothy Oliphant in because I know I have seen him and stuff. He was in Justified um, on, I don't know if you ever watched the show Justified on FX. Oh, no. Wait. I think I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I watched it. Okay, I remember him from Catch and Release. That was a movie with Jennifer Gardner. Yeah. And then The Girl Next Door. He was in that movie, too. I, like, vaguely remember him in that. Um, Yeah, I liked uh, Timothy Olivant, and I love Drew Barrymore. I, like, kept meaning to watch that show, and it just kept, like, not getting on my list. And, you know, things, it just kept getting bumped down. Um, that's why things get canceled Claire 
I can't I can't watch everything, guys. It's not all on me. <laughs> I do my best. I did my best. It's your fault. I did my uh, best. Yeah, but I, I'll okay after I finish Doom Patrol, I'll I'll watch Santa Clarita Diet. I was tired of okay. watching because I would watch these shows knowing that they were canceled, and I'm like, what the fuck yeah, is the yeah. point? That's tough. Yeah, but I definitely want to I want to watch it. Um, okay, so my next show is called Cursed. Did you ever watch that on Netflix? I didn't. Uh-uh. So it was canceled also just this past July. Um, I was really surprised by this one. So it came out in 2020, and Netflix really promoted it pretty heavily. So like we were right in the middle of the pandemic. Um, there wasn't really anything else on. So Jacob and I were like, let's watch this show because Netflix keeps marketing it to us. So we're like, okay, we'll give it a go. Um, and it was really good. I don't know why it didn't get picked back up. So my description for this is it's a retelling of Kane, the Kane Arthur legend. So there's this fae woman and the fae people are like kind of fairy-like and mystical, magical people. So this woman, she wields Excalibur before Arthur does, and eventually she becomes the Lady of the Lake. Um, so it's about her journey of like having the sword. And um, like I said, it, I thought it was really good. They had like themes of you know religious oppression because they have all of these, um, I don't know if they're paladins or what they were called, but they are trying to destroy all the fey people because they're more in touch with the earth and, um, you know, and, and it's also, I think, symbolic of this woman who's the heroine. She has all of this strength and courage and she only like a few people can wield Excalibur and she was one of um, the few who could. So, but yeah, and the finale did have a lot of cliffhangers uh in the end so i was i was pretty disappointed that they didn't pick it back up but i mean it had merlin in it you know it had Mor morgana it had uther pendragon so if you're really into like the king arthur and medieval type stories um i mean it you know it's canceled but you should still watch it because it's so good <laughs> just watch that one season yeah um i guess it didn't draw in enough viewers um is why it was canceled. I couldn't find, oh wait, what did I, can't even fucking read my notes. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, I think, oh, number one on Netflix for a little while, which, so it's surprising that they didn't, oh, I couldn't find yeah, the exact Netflix number. does this. I know. They, they're big on canceling shows people likes. I know. People if, like. Um, so Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 67% critic score and a 53% audience score. And I was like, damn, guys, like, it was not that bad, y'all. Yeah, like, that's pretty harsh. I, right? And the C, okay, like, shows I've watched have had bad CGI have been renewed for more seasons than this one was. And the CGI was pretty good, like, I think on this show. Um, I don't know. I guess it's like one of those where everyone hated it, but I loved it, so... Haters mm. gonna hate. <laughs> um, also, maybe it was mo like more expensive to make because it is a fantasy series. Um, and then I had read too, like maybe because of the pandemic, Netflix is being more selective in the shows that they mm. choose to renew. So if you don't make the cut, you're axed. That makes um, sense. 
but it is based on a young adult novel with the same name and then another novel might be in the works so maybe uh if i read it i could find out the ending that way there but you go. i don't i don't think it'll be back that's my final answer <laughs> final answer what was that what was that tv show oh um do you who wants to be a millionaire yep yep oh duh yeah i don't know what i was thinking of the one with the woman where it was very cutthroat i can't remember what that oh, show was called you know what i'm talking um, about yes i know exactly what you're talking about she was such a bitch um <laughs> okay look, look <laughs> I can't at, remember uh, the name talk of the about show your show now. while i looked it up <laughs> okay so my next one is happy endings Ooh, okay i haven't seen that <laughs> Happy Endings aired from April of 2011 until May of 2013, so there were three seasons, and it is about six friends and their lives and interpersonal relationships and their dysfunctional adventures together. So it's very much in the same vein as like New Girl, Friends, mm. that sort of thing, but the extraordinary comedic chemistry between these actors um, just really kind of pushed it to be even better than New Girl and Friends, honestly. Really? It was so good. So Eliza Coop played Jane. She's married to um, Brad, who was played by Damon Waynes Jr. Oh, Brad. And he's hilarious. Damon Waynes Jr., obviously, Damon Waynes' um, son. And we all know how funny Damon Waynes is. So, yep. I mean, you know. Anyway, she's an alpha. He's, it's they're great together. Elijah, um, Alicia Cuthbert, I never say her name right. She played Alex. Casey Wilson played Penny. Um, Adam Pally played Max. I don't know if you've ever seen him in anything else, but he's great. Mm -mm. And then Zachary Knighton um, played Dave. So it was canceled for low ratings due to ABC, and ABC never said this is why they canceled it, but they shuffled it around the show's broadcast order so they changed what day it was on so many times that people just kind of oh you know either didn't know when it was on or lost interest or whatever um it was almost picked up by usa and then it wasn't so mm -hmm. it was like almost picked up by usa like really they were in talks and then they they passed Damn. um in july of 2020 the cast reunited for a special covid episode and they did like a zoom call Aww. episode where everybody's on a zoom call um and you find out that like penny and max got married alex had a baby um there was renewed interest on because it went to netflix and just like manifest it you know once it started streaming there was this renewed interest in it um yeah. for a season four so there have been talks about like possibly bringing it back for a season four mm -hmm. after especially after the COVID Zoom call episode. And the actors said that they would come back, but they are wary that it will happen. Mm -hmm. um, if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. And I highly recommend if it's just like one of those shows where if you want to feel good, you want to watch something funny, you want to laugh, watch Happy Endings. I'm so surprised. First of all, I'm so surprised that you say it's better than New Girl because I you know, I love me some New Girl. And oh, Timothy I Chanel. love New Girl. I've watched it like five times, but watch Happy Endings. I, okay, I won't say it's better, okay. but it's up there. It's like as yeah. good as New Girl. Yeah. 
Um, and then the other thing I was going to say is I feel like these, like, manifests and this show are not that expensive to make. So if it's not going to be, like, you know, these other shows, like, especially sci-fi ones, I get it. It's expensive to do CGI mm -hmm. stuff. But if it's not really going to, like, hurt your pockets that much to bring it back, then why wouldn't you just, like, just do it. Do it. Just do it. So, um, sponsor one... us, Nike. <laughs> one thing that I wanted to say, Damon Wayans. I don't know if you remember, he started. He was on New Girl for the first yeah. season. So he left New Girl because Happy Endings got picked up. Oh. And then when Happy Endings was canceled, he went back to New Girl. Yeah, he was coach. Mm-hmm. Coach. So I that's why coach. he left and came back. I like Coach a lot, and then when he left, and it was um, Winston Bishop in the second episode. Oh, God, I love I Winston so... Bishop so much. First, I was very, like, I was like, no, I like Coach, but oh my God, Winst I think Winston's my favorite character. Of He's Game amazing. Girl. He's so good. Um, yeah, there was something else I was going to say, but I have forgotten. Oh, the <laughs> game show was You Are the Weakest Link. Oh, that's right. You Are the Weakest Link. No wonder we have so many um, mental health issues. Anyway. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay, I so I, the, I have others. I think I might just like talk about these all at once because I have very short notes about each one. Um, okay. And there's only three. So these are the ones I've categorized as I'm still sad, but I kind of get it. Like I get why they were canceled, but I'm still like, mm -hmm. Meow. okay. So the first one is called Terra Nova. Have you ever heard of this show? I think so. It was way tell back. Tell me what it's about and I'll tell you if I watched back, it. Way back in the time machine, early 2010s, it was canceled in March, 2012. So it is about people on earth have to travel back in time, 85 million years, to create a human colony and survive because earth is dying but it had dinosaurs in it they go back and i live do remember dinosaurs. this i yep was so into this because you know me i love me some dinosaurs i was like yeah mm -hmm. i'm hooked it was produced by steven spielberg and i was like yeah he did jurassic park this is gonna be great and <laughs> man spielberg i don't i don't know what happened but i think the reason why it was canceled is it had a lot of problems going in. So they went through two writing staffs. Um, so wow. that, that happened. And then it was hella expensive to make. So they decided to film it in Australia, which is apparently very expensive to film anything there. And they really? were originally like, yeah, they were originally like, why don't we just go to Hawaii? And Spielberg apparently had said he didn't want it to look like they were doing a duplicate of Jurassic Park. And I was like, that's, uh, that's a bush and a tree. Like, what are you going to really like? No, I recognize it's fine, that. Spielberg. <laughs> you know, um, maybe it, this was just like something that was in his contract and he had to do it. What? Go you know, to Australia? Like, no, Spielberg. Make, like you were wondering why Spielberg would make something like this. Maybe it was just in his contract and he I think he just really to. likes dinosaur movies. And he was like, I want to continue. Well, that's true. <laughs> Okay, it cost $4 million an episode to make. Oh my gosh, this no wonder movie. it got canceled. This TV show. 
Um, okay, the most egregious thing I read, though, was they wanted a wider audience than Lost. And I just read that and I was like, oh, no. tilted my head back and was like, ha ha ha. You know, That's for my incredulous laugh. You know, for memes of the week, um, I might make one. Do you know the Goodfellas meme where the guy is like, ha, 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 like, do you remember that? Know that one? Where he's I laughing. I do not. Anyway, I might make a meme with that where they're like, they wanted it to be bigger than Lost, and it'll be like them all laughing. Anyway, <laughs> um, it did have like some pretty notable people in it though. So Stephen Lane was from Avatar. He was the bad guy in Avatar, and he was also the bad guy in this TV show. Um, and then Naomi Scott, who played Jasmine in the new live-action Aladdin. So she was Oh, in. okay. Um, supposedly Netflix was going to pick it up and didn't. Um, and then season two was supposed to have super intelligent dinosaurs. That's all I could find about <laughs> it. Um, which I feel like is also a thing Spielberg has been trying to push because I remember at some point they wanted uh, Jurassic Park 4 before they did the worlds. They wanted Jurassic Park 4 to be super intelligent dinosaurs. And I was like, Spielberg, get off the, the super intelligent dinosaurs. Well, They're already velociraptors. We don't need to go any further than that. Um, but yeah, so that was Terra Nova. I don't do you, you can you can go back to your... your uh, your pick if you want. I don't want to keep up the conversation just on me. No, it's fine. Go ahead. Do you want me to do mine? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So my last one is a show called Selfie. Okay. It was only one season in 2014. It originally aired seven episodes and then six more were released on Hulu after it was canceled. It starred Karen Gillan. She played Eliza Dooley. Um, She's super famous. She's in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. She plays Gamora. Uh, not Gamora. Oh, yeah. Sorry. So, wait, because I was like, wait, that's Zoe Saldana. Not Gamora. She plays Gamora. What's Gamora's sister's name? Um, Jesus Christ. Oh. Hold on. I'm looking up Guardians. You know what? It's just one of those things it. where you're like, hey, when you're in the moment, you just can't think of it. And you're like, oh, uh, Nebula. Thank you. She plays Nebula. Yeah. Um, and then John Cho, who plays Henry Higgs. So it is based on Pygmalion, which is a play by George Bernard Shaw um, from 1912. And it was further popularized by the 1956 musical, My Fair Lady. Did we hear My Fair oh, Lady? I've heard, heard of that, yes. Okay. Um, so it's about a self-involved 20-something millennial who enlists the help of a marketing expert to revamp her image. Um, hmm. Eliza is an awful, like, vapid person at first, but through the season, she becomes more self-aware. She shows complex personality and emotions, and they really could have continued to make this character whole and, like, flesh her out. You know, they really could have just made it awesome because it was just starting to hit its peak in my opinion yeah in my personal opinion it was just starting to hit its <laughs> peak um so like henry is a super uptight marketing expert and in his relationship with eliza he starts to loosen up and he learns how to live they start to have feelings for each other and their chemistry is just amazing 
Yeah. And um, it was a super diverse cast. You know, it wasn't whitewashed. It was very, very cool. Um, one of my favorite scenes is Eliza gives a haunting rendition of Sia's chandelier in like this post-breakup mm. drunken thing at a work karaoke thing. And mm. it literally brings me to tears. Like she is mm. such an amazing actress. And if they had just let it continue, it really could have done something. Um, they could have been developed even more of these characters. There was a petition to bring it back and it had over 65,000 signatures. Wow. But sadly it didn't work. Yeah. I know, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. When first, when you said selfie, for some reason, I was thinking it's that one where God friended friend requested me, but that's a different show. <laughs> <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, no, this yeah. one was back in 2014. Okay, yeah, interesting. Oh, and it was only one season. One season, um, seven episodes actually aired, and then after it was canceled, they put out six more on Hulu. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, sad. Okay, so mm -hmm. the last two that I have, I'll just go through very, very quickly. Uh, first was The Mist. I don't know if you remember, there was a TV show. The Mist. That was taken from Stephen King's book, um, but it was canceled in August of 2017, and it basically followed his, his book and the movie, um, the mysterious mist descends on a town and horror ensues with, with monsters and all that. Um, my opinion, it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> but it was like one of those where you're like, I would have watched another season of it. Um, and the, the movie like was amazing. Don't like, I love the movie. It was fucked up, but. Oh, the movie is so good. The ending. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. That's. It's so Stephen King, it's not even funny. Well, I think I would read that is not how it ends in the book, but Stephen King really liked that they went with that direction. He was probably like, damn, why didn't mm -hmm. I think of that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the I think the reason why it was canceled was like, well, the biggest reason people disliked it is that it was less about the mon monstrosities. Is that even a word? Monsters? Mm -hmm. Monstrosities? whatever in the mist and more about like the psychological horror so the thing with the mist is like there are these creatures who live in it and they you can't know when they're coming because you can't see them until they're there and the show didn't really have that it was like more so about how the characters mm. reacted to the mist and like how it affected them um I mean, it did have some, like, blood-sucking insects and then, like, this shadow Grim Reaper guy creature. So that it had that going for it, but it didn't have anything else, really. Um, it yeah, was the really movie still... was much more focused on the creatures. Yeah. And, like, it did have elements of religion, which did the movie and I'm sure the book had, too. And, again, and I mean, it was still a fucked-up TV show, kind of similar to... <laughs> The movie but the movie was was way worse like in that regard not works isn't bad um a little throwback so it aired on spike right before they rebranded as paramount network which i didn't oh. realize that i had rebranded and i tried to see if it was on paramount plus but i couldn't we got kicked out of our account so i couldn't 
figure it out, but I didn't know if it was on Paramount Plus. It's it's probably not, but I'll check. I think I don't have it on my phone, but I'll check when I go upstairs and let you know. Okay. I mean, I don't really want to watch it again, but just if anybody oh, okay. else Well, wanted never mind. to. <laughs> okay, and then the last one uh, is another one that was recently canceled, and it's Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix. Did you end up watching that? I didn't, only because it was on my list, and then I found out it got canceled, right. and I decided I didn't want to watch it because it got canceled. Yeah, it was, like, canceled immediately after it came out. Like, mm -hmm. I was so surprised that it was canceled so soon. Um, I read some reviews, though, that weren't great. Mm, yeah. This is when I, like, I'm kind of sad, but I get it, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So I, too, watched it after it was canceled. It's based on comics by Mark Miller. So basically, children of superheroes are trying to live up to their parents' legacies, and they try to adhere to this moral code, which is don't kill no matter what, even if that means, like, we're about to die. Like, don't kill anybody, which does not bode well um, for the for what happens in the show. But um, I did have like kind of low expectations going in because it was canceled, but I didn't think it was that bad. Um, I think it's just like when you're trying to compete against all of these other superhero TV shows, mm -hmm. it just doesn't like live up to those kind of standards. Um, I do really feel bad though for Josh Demel. I feel like he always gets the shit end of the stick and everything. <laughs> And I love him. Somebody said he was the poor man's Timothy Oliphant. And I was like, <laughs> I was thinking that. Not gonna lie, I was thinking that. Oh, I did I used to watch it. Las Vegas with him. He was on Las Vegas. Mm. I used to watch that. I don't remember when I, I never watched like religiously, but I'd watch it if yeah. it was on. Are you, do you think Josh Jamel or Timothy Oliphant is hotter? Ooh. I think Josh Jamel is more attractive. Um, that's a hard one. I'm going to mm. say Timothy Oliphant just because mm. I just like his stuff more, I think. I don't know. Yeah. He's hot. They did give him, Josh Jumel, a horrible wig in Jupiter's Legacy. It looks mm. like a mop. It was Jesus. so bad. Poor dude. But he got jacked Poor for dude. that. Um, so apparently a lot of tea happened, uh, which is why it was canceled. Tea was spilled tea was spilled so they originally i guess the showrunner asked for 12 million per episode to be able to create this and they only got 9 million from netflix and just mm. for like just to like paint a picture marvel gets 15 to 20 million an episode for their tv wow. so they got 9 million which is why the the yeah. so apparently there's not much you can do with that quality isn't that good um they also changed in showrunners halfway through because of creative differences air quotes <laughs> and then netflix also went underwent internal changes so the original person who greenlit jupiter's legacy left went out the door and the new person came in and that's probably why they were like now nah, we're gonna mm -hmm. cut this um so yeah i think it was just had a lot of problems before it even aired it's just like a lot of a lot of politics behind the background that we didn't know about mm -hmm. um i don't know if i'll ever watch it there is a spinoff coming, so really, you know, you, you could watch Jupiter's Legacy and then wait for this one. It's gonna, it's from the same comic. It's called Super Crooks, and it's about a ragtag gang of supervillains, con artists, and thieves who try to pull off the greatest heist. So I don't know when that's gonna drop, but they're definitely putting that into production, I guess. So 
Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's all I got for my canceled TV shows. I wanted to ask you if you had the power to bring back any of these shows, but you could only pick one, which one would you pick of the ones you talked oh. about? Shoot, that's a hard one. Or, I mean, or the ones I brought up, but, you know. Um, okay, so I'm going to, it wasn't one of mine, but I'm going to go with Lovecraft Country because I really would love to see what they would have done with it. Yeah, that, I fe- like, I would have, I would like for them to bring that one back too, though I did pick Zoo just because <laughs> I'm like, just God damn it, finish it. Because you want to see the zombie animals. It's very rare for me to start a show, like, episode one, I'm in it, like, mm-hmm. right when it airs. It's very rare that I do that, and I did it with Zoo because I was like, it's got animals, and they rebel, and that's kind of cool. So <laughs> I was committed from the beginning, and I just want some fucking closure. Thank you. I get it. I yeah. get it. Um, okay, so last thing, I just want to read through some of the canceled shows for this year. It's a very pretty short list. Um so if you don't know any of these that have just been canceled, I'm sorry to break your heart. Um, <laughs> the source is TV Guide. So from ABC, there's American Housewife. Call your mother. <gasps> no! Oh, American no. Housewife. I love that show. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I guess I didn't think just that you might ruined my evening, Claire. Just ruined my evening. I think it's going to get... Oh, I think I might ruin it more. Um... Okay, For Life, Mixed Dish, and Rebel. Um, on Amazon Prime, a show, it's just one show, it's called Absentia. I didn't watch that. Uh, CBS, All Rise, MacGyver, and The Unicorn. The CW is Caddy Keen. Don't know that one. Um, on Fox, there's a few. Uh, it's Filthy Rich. The Moody's, Next, and Prodigal Son, which I did, <gasps> I did it. oh no, sorry. I'm gonna throw a fit. I didn't realize that you didn't know a lot of these, so I do apologize. <laughs> I love Prodigal Son so much. They only had like, what, two seasons? Right, well, fuck, you know. <laughs> It's not okay. your fault. I don't blame you. I, I know. I know. I'm just I'm just the messenger. Um, so on HBO, High Maintenance and Lovecraft Country. Boo. Hate it. Um, on Hulu, there's a show called Shrill. That's not happening mm-hmm. anymore. Okay, NBC, there's Debris, Good Girls, Manifest, and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I don't watch any of those. Uh, Netflix, there's, this is the biggest chunk, so, sorry if Mm. there's anything on here. Uh, first is Away, uh, The Big Show Show, Bonding, Country Comfort, The Crew, Cursed, meh, Dad, stop embarrassing me, um, that's the show, it just has an exclamation mark, (laughs) so I felt like saying it. (laughs) In that tone. Doesn't that one have, um, what's his name? It's oh, I've never super heard of it. I, well, I've never watched it, but it has somebody super famous in it. I can't remember okay. right now. Uh, the Irregulars. I don't know if you watched that one. That was, that came out recently. 
No, because it came out at the same time as The Nevers on HBO. Mm. Um, the Nevers was amazing. I tried to watch The Irregulars and it just wasn't yeah. wasn't hidden for me. Well, it got canceled. So. Um, Jupiter's Legacy. Mr. Iglesias. I don't know if that's a Enrique Iglesias, but Mr. Iglesias. Sounds like it. The Order. A Patriot Act with Hassan Minhaj. And White Lines. Okay, and then there's just a few, like four left. So on Peacock, it's called Brave New World. That's canceled. I'm sorry to tell you this, which I think you already know, Kelly, but on Stars, American Gods is canceled. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that, but I had a feeling it was going to happen because mm-hmm. I think that it barely came back for the last season that it was that it aired. Yeah, but it. Oh, the way it ended, I really need closure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, Damn okay. it. Sci- sci-fi is a show called Vagrant Queen. And then True TV. I never watched this, but I heard of it. At Home with Amy Sedaris. Mm. That's it. Well, my night is ruined. I'm so sorry. I should have shared this <laughs> list with you to mentally prepare you. I'm going to go drink a glass right. of wine and heal. For real comfort that's part of the grieving there we go comfort all right guys well if there are any canceled shows that you all like just couldn't bear uh please share them with us you can share them with us on so our social pages so we're on instagram and twitter at binge me podcast and that's where we share all of our binge worthy news when new episodes are dropping um and all of that good fun stuff so yeah and don't forget to like, rate, and review us. We are on um, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts and a bunch of other little places you can find us. And we're on Spotify. Um, but if you rate and review, it bumps us up and there's some sort of algorithm, whatever. And I know I say that every time, but it's true. And it makes more people see us so we can keep doing this for you guys because we love you. Yeah. Yes. And we want to keep doing this. So. Until next episode, we will binge you later. Binge you later. Bye. Bye.